0: okay here we go
1: yes we are live we are live tonight to discuss the winning philosophy of team grover um tim grover is the author of two books uh one of them uh is is called uh relentless the other one uh is called winning um but what's more important Tim Grover used to uh, used to coach uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, uh, probably some other sports people, mainly from ba- basketball. But he also mentioned about um, uh, being like mental coach for uh, for like uh, big business names. Of course, he didn't reveal anyone, but but I. I guess uh, it's very plausible that he worked with, with some, some other important people uh, than, than only sportsmen. Uh, so, yeah, definitely um, he's a figure to, to check out if you are um, considering uh, finding your way to, let's say, high performance of being like um, above the average, of being a hustler. So, so winning philosophy of tim grover to become a hustler or in his terminology a cleaner uh say would you like to add something before we jump straight to his uh his teachings
0: no i think um you we come across tim crow tim grover because you talk to me a lot about oh, his book and how he's got a very different philosophy and talking about winning and i listen to a couple of his like interview etc and then he he has a very different approach and i think today talking about cooler closer and cleaner like the three different tiers of how he see people approach this thing called winning and life is quite a good one and quite an insightful one so what i do is that i'll let you take on but there's like a bit of um just to help people understand what a cooler a closer and a cleaner is so do you want to take this
1: i think you can yeah, uh okay uh you can actually put just put the link into like comments and people can read on it uh yeah. in their free time because we only have 20 minutes i would rather like i would rather not talk about coolers and closers I would rather Completely. talk about, about the philosophy of winning and, and being a cleaner. Uh, yeah, but you
0: just want to tell the people very, very briefly what's the difference between them.
1: Okay, so so cooler um, is the one that does the job that they are given, you know? So uh, probably if you look, Uh, around in your let's say working environment you will find loads of people who are coolers you know they are just you know doing their job they are they are good workers but but nothing really uh, amazing Uh, then you have closes uh, people who will who will deliver great results uh, but at the same time they are not so convinced about their ability uh to to own a situation to uh, to credit uh the whole thing to themselves they would probably uh find other variables and uh, conditions that have influence on the whole situation when it comes to cleaners we will talk about cleaners uh today cleaners are like um the best of the best you know whatever whatever so if you meet someone uh, in your in your vertical let it be some uh, sport or uh, industry or a company and you see that someone is miles ahead of everyone he or she is probably cleaner like he's like fully dedicated uh, he's making sacrifices that no one else is willing to make and actually we will talk about about the philosophy of uh the philosophy that is uh let's say behind the scene uh, engineer of uh, of being relentless of being a cleaner
0: mm. cool shall we talk about it
1: yes so first thought that uh so i i prepared some notes for myself so one of the first notes from Tim Grover uh, to be relentless means expecting from yourself more than anyone would ever expect from you so uh, it's I think this idea is quite interesting because like very often people are looking for someone who will uh I don't know, um supervise them to who will keep them on track, you know? And and the idea of being a cleaner, of being rel- uh, relentless, uh by Team Grover is the fact that you cannot find anyone to keep you on track because no one will expect from you as much as you expect from yourself. Mm so it's it's about expectations it's about ambitions and it's about having greater ambitions uh, than than uh, anyone could ever imagine you know and i guess that's what that's what um pushed uh the likes of uh of michael jordan to uh to greatness uh in uh, their sports and disciplines right so i guess even tim grover when he started working with with michael jordan uh he didn't expect from michael jordan to win so many titles i guess michael jordan expected uh, expected it from himself but tim grover didn't expect it from him you know tim grover started working with michael and i think it was 87 or 88 and he was like straight from college and um, he contacted like Chicago Bulls, and then, uh, and then initially they weren't interested, uh, but then they contacted him because Michael wanted some, uh, some you know, someone uh, to to give him additional training. Michael wanted to do more than anyone else, and mm. um, and that's when they contacted Tim and they told him to to go to Michael and and talk with him. And I, uh, if I remember well, the you know the the conversation was was pretty is quite was quite short, and and Michael was convinced that Team Grover is is missing a piece of the puzzle for for Michael to become uh, the greatest player of all the time.
0: Mm.
1: Amazing. Yes. Uh, the uh, the other thing about about being relentless is the mantra of done next so I love that. the thing is that relentless people suffer from never ending uh, dissatisfaction so they are never satisfied whenever they they achieve something when they do something they are just okay i i completed the task i achieved my goal but that's it. I'm I'm focusing focusing on my next goal. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna celebrate for for a month for two months or or a year one success. No, I want I want another success and then another one and another one and another one. You know, that's actually what that's what happened to me last week. You know, I landed a client, but uh, I I barely spent any time on 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 cherishing it and celebrating it. I was focused more on on okay, let's find another one. Let's find another one, you know, because that's what I really care about right now. Another one done. Next, lend it one client. Okay, let's move on to uh, to uh, to lend another client. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there is also this, uh, you know, uh, I think it's it's Pat Riley, uh, who uh, who is who was uh, American football coach. Uh, who said something about the rule of 24 hours so you have 24 so after you win or lose the game or title or whatever in your sports, you have 24 hours to celebrate it if you if you won or to analyze the failure if you if you lose and after this 24 hours you have to move on you have to move on to your next goal to your next game to your next uh, season to your next title mm-hmm. to your next uh i'm not telling you to you know wh- when you are in a business like me so you know having many many m- uh, many meetings and many conversations so if if you take you know one meeting or one conversation as a failure, failure i don't want you to to think about it for 24 hours okay mm. take some time to think about it but don't think about it too long take some time to celebrate it but don't celebrate celebrate it tomorrow because yeah. actually, that, that's what happened to me a couple of times. I was celebrating so much, cherishing the fact that that I I have achieved something in my business that I forgot to to move to the next uh, goal, to the next task, mm. right? Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: I, I think that's a good point. Um, in terms of just not dwelling too much on what has already happened, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, like once if it's a bad thing then don't keep thinking like, oh, it's bad. And then two days later, it's still like this, three days later, one week later. It's like, come on, that's enough. Like, I like what you said about the rule of 24 hours. It's like, if you're still 24 hours, then move on. And I think um, I did a training with um, personal development with like Tony Robbins. And then uh, he always says he's got a 90 second rule. He trained himself to have a 90 second rule. And then he says, everything that's bad that has happened, he gives himself 90 seconds to go from that state back to a state which he calls back to like um, appreciative, a nice state so that you can go again. So it's like, it doesn't come from, it doesn't come naturally. We like to just stick on to things, but we have to like train us, give us our principles so that we can go over it, whether it's good or bad, celebrate it or dwell on what didn't work and then just move past it and go on to the next thing. I think that's a really good i like that principle that principle for me i think it's really good
1: yeah definitely Mm. uh two more uh two two next things that i'm gonna tell you about are very controversial but uh, but i see i see points in it so connecting with your dark side and translating it into uh into strength into determination so um The best example that i've heard of about translating dark side into being successful is actually tiger woods tiger woods when he was like the best of the best he was you know he was sexaholic he was sleeping with loads of women of course cheating on his wife at the same time I'm not telling you that you should go and cheat on your wife, girlfriend at the, uh, at the time and to connect with your dark side. I mean, is that there is, there is sometimes something really bad in a, in, inside of us and we, we do it, but we are hiding it and we are actually hi- uh, like this, this dark energy that we get from it. We translate it into de- determination, into, into work into some kind of uh, fuel so that's very controversial on one uh, that's one of the controversial things the other controversial thing that i uh, that i found from team grover is the fact that so let's say in 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 culture over overall we assume that that children uh that kids uh, babies are born good and that and the environment turns them turns them into bad people, right? So, uh, so no one is born racist, right? Uh, it's it's the envi- environment that makes someone uh, racist. But Tim Grover says that babies, kids, people are born unstoppable, and then mm. we are made lenient, right? So, uh, can you i don't know if you if you have any 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 younger kids in your family but have you ever noticed how you know uh when 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 people are babies how they are determined to get something to get mm. something that they shouldn't get but they are so determined to get it you know
0: like a sweet then, like a toy
1: yeah toy or whatever right and mm. and the let's say the limitations that that adults impose on the on 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 these kids, th- those limitations make them lenient, right? So instead of you know, um, instead of uh, practicing this uh, this craft of being unstoppable, of being relentless with with the babies, they just make them the other way around. They they stop them from
0: doing it. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's uh that's uh that's a good one, as well. You know, it's like everyone says this. You know, every kid has the same thing, which is like they they want something. They just keep trying. They don't. They don't. They will, they will cry. They will sit down on the floor in the marking in a in a market in a shopping center. They try every single thing to get what they wanted. They don't stop. Whereas we try once and not once and then when we don't get it we're like oh maybe we haven't even tried and we really talk ourselves how of we the limitations that's put upon us i think strip us away from that unstoppable element that always like yeah, we know we can do it that for some reason we care about other people's bit more than we want it so we stop we stop doing it and back to your point on the uh, darkness. One, I watch an interview that he had early on, and then he asked this question to the interviewer, who is Tom Bilou. He asked Tom Bilou and says, um, "What time does a day start?" I said, "At what time? So a day starts fresh. What time does it norm? Is it normally?" And then the answer is like twelve o'clock midnight, right? Like twelve o'clock midnight, it's a new day. Um is the new day what what is the is twelve o'clock midnight daylight or is it dark time? And it's like dark time. Yeah. So what if we can use the darkness inside us as a start of a new day? And it's like boosh. Because every new day starts with a dark time. So it's almost like dark time, whether it's failure, whether it's things that don't work, it's not a dark thing anymore. It's like a new, fresh start, almost like a new day. So that was that was quite insightful. And one thing about the cleaner mentality, which I mm-hmm. picked up that's quite good, he, that he talks about, it's like fear is not the issue. You know, it's like everyone's got fear. I, we, we've done this. You know a lot of times and we might still have fear we might not say the right thing but fear is not what puts most people off it's their doubt about themselves executing that thing their doubt on their capability their confidence their expectations etc that thing put more people off and you know he probably mentioned this is like you know people like michael jordan kobe Bryant they might be fearful and but most of the time is that they don't think too much they don't doubt themselves they just go and they just do it so um i think that is like the key thing that we can we can learn from is like we all have fear we all have fear of failure or fear of success or whatever bs that we tell ourselves but it's the doubt that we don't think we can do it that stops ourselves from doing it so that mentality is something that i learned which i which i really 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 like and quite interestingly i don't i've never heard a lot of people talk about it that way so that's why when you that's why now you say tim grover has got a very different approach and now like ah that makes sense so that was really good so i might need to start yes. to actually pick up the book and start reading
1: yes so so actually that that's probably the best bit from from tim uh, tim grover's philosophy the fact that we should that we we have right we have the right to be afraid of something, but mm. we should never doubt our our capabilities. We should be always one hundred percent sure of us being capable to to achieve it. Mm. We might not achieve it, and that's actually part of this philosophy yes. the, the acceptance of failure, so it might sound ridiculous the fact that you know. We, we can be afraid but we should never doubt but then we should accept the failure but it it might seem contradictionary to to, to each other but actually it makes the whole the whole thing uh, yeah
0: it makes good sense.
1: And, and it makes sense yeah uh, okay so Wonderful. I think that's it from us for for tonight I hope everyone who was watching it and who will be listening it, and listening to it or watching it in the future uh, will uh, benefit from from this episode. Uh, you know what? Looking at my notes, we have few more bits that we didn't uh, we didn't talked about in uh, in uh, in the context of of Tim Grover. So so probably um, in the part future two. we might we might organize part two. But for mm. now, that's it. We we talked about the most important uh, assumptions. Of this winning philosophy
0: sounds good okay we'll leave it there and we will come back again next week yes go good night go, be a, go, yes, be, a go be a cleaner go be a cleaner go be a cleaner all right see you